everyone, and welcome back to Media Literate. My name is Colton Elsie, and this is our mini-series, Media Literate Snack Episodes. In these short segments, we invite on a guest, and we ask them to tell us everything they think we need to know about a specific subject in media, books, or art. Today, we are joined once again by Charlotte. Hello, I'm Charlotte Skurlock. I, yeah, that's it. <laughs> You've been on the podcast a couple of times, so yes. we'll recognize it. And um, Charlotte, what are you going to teach us about today? I am going to talk about objection. Ooh, very fitting for the time. Yes, very spooky, very horrifying. If Ooh, okay. A, a sneak peek of what's to come. Awesome. Um, okay, so you know the drill. Um, you're going to have four minutes to teach us everything important and noteworthy that you think we need to know about the term or the subject, in this case, objection. And then um, we'll have 60 seconds where I'll ask just a follow-up question and we'll go from there. Great. Awesome. And then a uh, way that we like to spice up and make it a little bit more fun is we choose three words from a random word generator and then we ask you to incorporate them. So I'm gonna pull some words and we're gonna make them Halloween related. So let me get that. Spooky. Okay. <laughs> the three words are vampire, afraid, and superstition. Awesome. Those are good ones. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and pause the recording for a minute so you can add those into like your definition. Then we'll come back and we'll hear about objection. Great. A few moments later. All right. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. We are going to go ahead and give Charlotte four minutes to tell us everything important about objection and incorporate words. Um, Charlotte, are you ready? I am. Okay. Here we go. Three. Okay. Two, one, go. Okay, so um, within the academic context, objection is really first laid out by uh, critical theorist Julia Kristeva in her book, The Powers of Horror, an essay on abjection. Um, much of Kristeva's work is based in psych like Lacanian psychoanalysis and um, abjection is heavily based in specifically Lacanian psychoanalysis. Um, which means, at least for me, as someone who's not a huge uh, psychoanalytic scholar, uh, it's a bit hard to understand. So first, I think I'm just going to give a definition and then kind of break it down from there. Um, so according to the Purdue Introductory Guide to Critical Theory, abjection is, quote, our reaction, horror, vomit, to a threatened breakdown in meaning caused between the loss of distinction between the subject and object or between the self and other. So this is to say that um, uh, our sense of self and our understanding of the world is threatened by the abject. So the most popular examples, I would say, are um, things, bodily fluids largely, so piss, shit, blood, vomit, uh, all of these sorts of things. But what, what, with abjection, we are going beyond just being afraid of something, um, but we are uh, threatened by the idea of this concept in a sense that forces us to reevaluate our own identities. Um, so uh, as an example, um, I'm going to talk about the vampire because the vampire really does articulate uh, objection pretty well. So vampires are 
thing, beings that once were alive, I am alive, um, I define myself as alive, but now are not alive, but they also aren't Too dead. Many oh man, okay. Um, so they disrupt our boundary of living and dead. And um, because they don't fit into either category, um, that makes it really hard for us to fit the vampire into our symbolic order, thus threatening our understanding of self. Um, also, uh, Chris Deva talks quite extensively about food and objection, and um, she brings up an example of milk uh, and the skin that forms on milk and how this disrupts uh, the boundary of something that is supposed to be good for her and nutritious becoming something that is toxic and wasteful. Um, with the vampire, going back to the vampire, we have this dissolution of the boundary between food and something that to humans is pretty toxic, I would assume, if consumed. Uh, I'm not a, I don't know what, but uh, anyways, we have this breakdown in what is food and what is like my body, myself. Um, so uh, even things like ghosts and other superstitious elements can be pretty, uh, can provoke abjection. I think what's really important with abjection and the thing that I, 30 seconds, okay. The thing that I am still kind of trying to wrap my head around myself, but the most important thing to emphasize is the first two words of the dictionary definition I gave, which is our reaction. So this is not just the thing itself, the object, but it is the threat to my subjectivity. Um, that is uh, that is very, very basic and there's so much more to it, but uh, it's a start. <laughs> and time. Great. There we go. Hey, that was really good. Thank that you. Like that was better than I expected. <laughs> that was really, really good. Okay, awesome. So I'm just going to ask one question. I'll start the timer and give you 60 seconds. We can just ask kind of a general question, then we'll go ahead and end. Um, and the question is, like, where did the origin of the term scholarly come from? And like, where has it been used? Because I know you mentioned psychoanalysis, but like this specific term. So I was wondering if you could talk maybe a little bit about about that, so I'll start the time. Great, so there is kind of this, um, as I said, Chris Deva really did pioneer this theory, again, developing it from uh, the psychoanalytic thought that was prominent in the early 20th century, early to mid 20th century. So she really is the one that coined it, but uh, after she wrote this book, there was another um, scholar, Barbara Creed, I believe, wrote The Monstrous Feminine, which is, based in Julia Kristeva's theories of abjection. However, I've heard from a lot of people that it's kind of misappropriating some of that terminology. Um, we see this in things with uh, like John Waters films that, as well, where just disgust and revulsion is not abjection. Abjection is the next step into where that becomes a threat to my identity. Um, so there's a lot of like misappropriation of abjection uh, in terms of just associating it with things that are gross. And time. Great. That was, that was like perfect too. <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, thank you so much, Charlotte, for um, coming on and giving us a spooky term to talk about Ooh. and um, making it a little bit easier to understand. <laughs> that was excellent. So, and thanks everybody for listening. We hope to see you next week on Media Literate. Thank you. Bye.